pray right after the lesson. I do apologize for being a little late. All right. So Genesis 22. Amen. And verse number eight reads, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. Amen. And the two of them went on together. Now, I want to read verse 12 real quick, and then we're going to get into it. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Amen. So tonight we're talking about the testing of faith. Amen. The testing of faith. Amen. The testing of faith. You have to know that it reigns true. That without a test, there is no testimony. Amen. With with without not having a way out, you will never know God can make a way out of no way. Without being ever hungry, you would not know that God can be bred in a starving land. Without being thirsty, you'll never know that he can be water. Without ever being broke, you'll never know that he can be money in your pocket. Come on, talk back to me. Without a test, you will not have the things that you need to progress to the next level. <clears throat> That's why those of us who were in school, we studied for tests. Watch this. I remember uh, in college, when I was in college, our professor told us, listen to me, he said, uh, this is our biology, my biology uh, teacher. He said, everything that we do will be on the test. I'm going to say it again. He told the whole class, at the beginning of class, he says, everything we study, everything we read, everything we go through in class will be on all tests. It would be on the midterm and it would be on the final. And I said, you know what? That, that's way too easy. <laughs> but you all know what happened? I didn't know that after class, 
I still had to study. So when midterm came, when midterm came, the answers to the test was the work that we did. But the work that we did, I did not study. Hmm. I did not take the time in my own busy schedule to go back in and look at it again and again and again. That's why many of us, if you remember, and I'm going to get back to college, if you remember way back in grammar school before they started letting people go by, if you couldn't pass, Come on, talk back to me. If you could not pass certain tests, you don't go to the next grade. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying that back to me. Listen. There were people in my eighth grade classroom I knew should have been in high school. Y'all ain't saying that back to me. Y'all know I'm right about it. They weren't just letting you go because you were old enough. If you didn't know enough, they wouldn't let you go. Amen. And because I didn't know enough for that midterm, I had to retake biology again because I, I only ended up with the D and D was not passing in college. They say C are better, but C ain't so hot either. And I just managed to just bring the D up. <laughs> but it wasn't the full credit. Come on, talk back to me. And because I couldn't get the full credit, I could not move from that. So next semester, I had to do biology again. But here's the thing. Because I didn't pass it the first time, I was ready the second time. And so when midterm came around, <laughs> man, I was ready for it. And so I got a B. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. And when finals came around, your boy got an A. <laughs> Why? Because I learned from the last level woo, that I was on that I can't be this way if I want to go higher. I got to prepare myself properly for the next level. See, studying wasn't for the level I was on. Oh, come on, God. But it was the level that I wanted to go to. <laughs> Can I say it again? The, the studying wasn't for the level I was on. <laughs> it was for the level I wanted to go to. Come on, talk back to me. That's why without the test, you cannot get to the next level because you have to pass the level that you're on and you're not studying for the level that you're on. The things you're going through is always for the next level. Oh, come on, y'all. See, I know you thought the stuff you was going through right now today in your life 
was because where you are now. It's because God need to take you somewhere. And because he need to take you somewhere, there are some things he got to get out of you, pour out of you. So he has to test you. Not to fail you. Come on here. See, a lot, a lot of arguing is going on in our school systems. And they're saying that children, brown children, don't test well. And that could be so. But then again, we have to question their preparation. See, I believe that if we can all understand that the testing that we go through is never for our level we're on, it's always for the next level up. And if we can get that into our children and help them to understand that you're not studying for fifth grade, you're studying for sixth grade. Come on. You're not studying for seventh grade. You're studying for eighth grade. Because how many of you all know that sometimes when you were in sixth grade, they gave you seventh grade math. And in order for you to go to seventh grade, you had to score a seventh grade score. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Because if you was in fifth grade and you scored a third grade test score, you're going to stay in fifth grade until you bring that up. What's up, Big Mike? They weren't letting you pass just because you was tall and big. If you didn't have what you needed to get to the next level, now here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Why go to eighth grade when you're reading at fifth grade? You ain't saying nothing back to me. Because here what, here's what happens. Watch this. When you get to that level, because everybody else is on the 8th grade scale and you're on the 5th grade scale, when you can't comprehend, Lord have mercy, when you can't communicate with them, what happens, you get angry, mad, because they're communicating on a level that you're not on. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. So in order for you to get there, you have to pass the test. So that's why we go through things in life. Believe me when I say it to you. We go through things in life not so that God can prove, as I say over and over again, not so he can prove that you don't know nothing. He wants to get you ready for the next level. See, watch this. And when you get ready for the next level, you even talk differently. And I, and I know I keep saying that your speech has to change going to the next level. Amen. So when we look at this story, we, we know the story, verbatim, many of us. We already understand what happened. But let me read something out of the study Bible, the NIV, the study Bible. It says this. Watch it. 
It says, God tested Abraham not to trip him up and watch him fall. Watch this. But to deepen his capacity to obey God and thus to develop his character. See, I think many of us believe sometimes when things go wrong in our lives, we get to this point and say, man, I, I tried to trust him. I'm doing the best I can. And see, the reason why many of us keep going back to those same grades that we thought we passed is because we have not learned from those grades. If you're in fifth grade, right? And your math test was all pluses but you never learned it in third grade, it's going to be hard for you to get past fifth grade. See? If God has blessed you with money, with whatever, and, on, and in that level, you didn't do so hot, and you keep finding yourself looping back into that same thing, it's because you, you have not passed that level. So you're still thinking you're supposed to pass that level. You're thinking that what you're going through is for that level and it's not, it's for the next level. So in order for you to get to the next level, that's why the things that God bring to you is next level stuff. Because he has to get you here. But in order to get you here, you have to be able to stand the test of faith. And not allow your trials and tribulations to break you down, but to build you up. Notice now, this ain't the first time Abraham trusted God. This is not the first time Abraham moved on the word of God. Remember, he told him to get up and go somewhere. And then, then when you get there, I'll show you. Now, how did that sound? When you get there, then I'll show you. <laughs> but you know, it sounds ridiculous. But sometimes it takes ridiculous faith to get the ridiculous manifestations that God has for us in our lives. So the story tells us that God told Abraham to sacrifice his son, his only son, Isaac, the one whom he loved. And what did Abraham do? The Bible says he got up early, got his boy, got everything he needed, a couple of guys, they went to the mountain. And when they got there, watch this. Isaac asked this question. He said, uh, the fire and wood are here. Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Look what Abraham said. Verse 8. Abraham answered, God himself will provide hmm. the lamb for the burnt offering. 
my son. And the two of them went on together. Can I say something to you? Listen to me very carefully. Now I know life brings struggles. It brings change. Um, it brings trials. It brings tribulations. And sometimes we get stressful. We get worried because we don't think we have enough time or we don't think God is going to come through. But look at what Abraham did. Abraham said something and he kept moving. What did he say? He said, God will provide a lamb for himself. Can I say something to you? Um, I know we say a whole lot of faith without works is dead. Can I say something? I, I don't want to use faith without works. And I know it's in the Bible, but I want to say this to you. Abraham spoke and he followed through. He never stopped doing what God said, even all the way up to the time of the sacrifice. Look at the scripture. He said, don't worry about it. In other words, he said, don't worry about it. God will provide himself a lamb. Come on, let's go. We got to go do this. Can I say something to you? And I know we're talking about faith. The test of faith. The test of faith is never wavering on the word of God. We can be confident in knowing that whatever God said, he will perform. And Abraham said, God going to provide and let's keep moving. And they kept on going all the way up to the mountain, all the way up till he put everything on his son, getting ready to kill him. And in verse 12, we see what happened. What it says, do not lay a hand on the boy. <laughs> he said, do not do anything to him. Look at what God said. Now I know you fear God mm. because you have not withheld from your son, withheld from me, your son, your only son. What was God really saying? You fear God. Well, God was saying now, he said, Abraham, now I know where your heart is. Look at it. Watch this. God did not Really want Isaac to die. Check this out, man. This blew my mind when I read this. But he wanted Abraham, look at this, to sacrifice. <laughs> oh my God. Isaac in his heart. So it would be clear that Abraham loved God more than he loved his promised and long awaited son. Can I say something to you? Whatever's in here, the Bible says, whatever you got in there, that's where your treasure lies. But the Bible also tells us you ought to build your treasure. Come on here. Where moth and dust and rust cannot get in. We're lingering to things. When things are temporal. <laughs> oh my God. He, he never... Wanted Isaac to die physically. Why would he kill the promise? Y'all ain't saying nothing back to your boy. Why would he kill something that he promised that the promise would come from? Oh my God. <laughs> but 
is so many things we have all on the inside of us. That God wants you to sacrifice, watch this, so that it can make room for him. Y'all ain't, ain't talking to me. Whew. So God was testing Abraham. So the purpose of the testing was to strengthen his character. And deepen his commitment for God. And it's the same thing for us. I know sometimes it looks like it's, it's over for us. We ain't going to be. Can I say something to y'all? I'm, I'm, I promise I'm going to be through after this. Let me tell y'all something. There were times more than once. I had to sleep out. And I know I told this story. I slept out in my van with all of my children. For weeks. And I still had a job. Come on, talk right to me. And I was still going to church. And I was still preaching. But sleeping in the van. Had to go buy baby wipes. Listen to your boy. To clean ourselves. Because we didn't have water and all that kind of stuff. Listen to me. But even when God. Even when we got a place to stay. The people that was taking the money wasn't sending the money to the realtor. So we found ourselves have to move again. Had to go stay in motels. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. Still working, still preaching. Listen to me. But what I was doing, I wasn't moving anything out. I wasn't making room for God in my heart. Way down on the inside of me. I wasn't giving him enough room to move. I mean, it ain't nothing like going somewhere that's so crowded. You can't, anybody else just been somewhere and you couldn't hardly move. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't move. You couldn't walk. You just had to get out of there. And sometimes that's how God feel in us. We got so much in us that God ain't got no room to move. It's not the physical thing that God is after. He wants to build you from the inside out. He wants to prove to himself and to you and to me that he is God. He wanted to know, do you love me more than your son? And because I, Abraham was willing to follow through, can I say something to you? Whatever God asks you to do, keep on doing it. Don't worry about it. We got to listen to what Abraham said. God will provide for himself the lamb. We're going to keep going. Hear me. God will provide. We got to keep going. See, the enemy wants us to stop and think about the situation and think of how bad it can be and, and think about who will talk about you. You ain't saying nothing back to me. And think about who going to laugh at you when they find out you are pastor and you can't even uh, find a place to stay. Let me tell you something. God will never fail. God ain't after how you look outside. He want to build up this. 
Remember what he told the prophet when he was going to Samuel's house, to Jesse's house, so he told the prophet, said, oh, don't get excited about what you see. I, I look on the inside. And, and sometimes when God look on the inside, he said, oh man, I can't even get up in there. Y'all remember them four boys that carried the man up the roof? That's because they couldn't get in no other kind of way. So God looks in your heart and he's like, man, I can't even get in there. There ain't no room for me in there. I can't do nothing. So we got a whole lot of worry. We got a whole lot of stress. We got a whole lot of what I can do. And, and if I don't do it, that, that's not what God needs. God needs room. So God wants to deepen our commitment to him. Remember, we talked about that the other night. Watch this. And we have to trust God's timing through this difficult experience. Watch this. Abraham strengthened his commitment to obey God. And he also, watch this, Learn about God's ability to provide. I got a question for you. Haven't he provided for you all these years? <laughs> Haven't he made a way for you all these years? The testing of faith, the testing of your faith is not to prove that the enemy was right. But it's to prove God has been right all along. <laughs> That's what he tried to do with Job. Let me, let me get at him. Take all this away from him. Let me get at him. But what happened in the end? Job never let go. And God blessed him in the end with more than what he had. The testing of your faith is to build you, not to kill you. The testing of your faith is to get you to continue to trust God and to continue to have you to look back over your... Y'all say it all the time. As I look back over my life and see what God brought me from, those are the things that you use to build your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So the thing is, what have you been hearing about God in the word? Abraham told you that God will provide for himself. <laughs> he didn't stop doing what God told him to do. He kept on right to it until it got to the part where he was going to kill him. And the angel said, no, don't do it. God got the ram in the bush. So don't get discouraged. Don't pull your hair out. Don't, don't go cry to folks. Trust God and know that he will provide. This man was willing to sacrifice his only son for God because he knew 
and he had confidence in God that God was going to provide. And can I say this? And I'm gone. When, when your faith is strong like that, you can talk like Abraham. Come on here. The lights might, the lights look like they might get cut off. <laughs> but God will provide. <laughs> oh my God. It looked like it might not come through, but God will provide. So when you get to the point and you think that it's over, go back to Genesis 22 and 8 and hear what Abraham said. God will provide for himself a sacrifice. And what you do, you don't stop. You keep on obeying the word of God and allow the word to work for you instead of against you. You need these tests. That's how you build it. That's how it gets stronger. That's how you're able to count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That's how you're able to say like Joseph, what you meant for evil, God turned it around for good. So when God tests your faith, can I say this? It's just another opportunity for him to come through for you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you guys so very much.